ball casting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined. Fans in the stand booing. Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric, and I'm always joined. But my co-host on Reddit, Ron. What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoff. If this is something that interests you, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We are much appreciated. Ron, we just had week number 10. And in your estimation, was this the best week of the year? Um, I think so. In terms of uh, some that were on TV, uh, I think it's play that uh i think only people in pittsburgh and new orleans got to see that game but um you know there were some really good games besides uh their game um a lot of good football to watch I think. yeah you know because i was thinking about it before we started recording and i was like you know this this year we've been chugging along and everyone's beating who we thought they were beating mm-hmm. and then this week it just turned all everything upside down yeah, definitely some surprises this week, sure. And we are going to talk about it during our news, and then we'll do our week 10 reviews, and then we'll do our week 11 predictions. But let's get to the NFL news, because basically the news are this this <laughs> teams beating this these like unbeatable teams, at least as we thought it was, right? So we have uh, Washington beating Philadelphia last night, Monday night. In a Monday night game, that and it was Philly at home. Yeah, I know that. I I, I kind of watched this game. I know that I went out, but I watched this game towards the end. And the Commanders, the defense is all right. Yeah, yeah, their defense is good. Their front line is pretty good. I know they haven't really played well uh, the last I don't know few games or so, uh, but they finally stepped up. Um, and now at some point they'll they'll get. Uh, What's his name back? Um, Chase Young. Chase Young back. So, you know, it was all about, you know, could they keep up uh, and score points with Philadelphia? And, you know, for the most part, I thought they did a good job of uh, controlling the clock, running the ball, and scoring when they need to. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised by how good the front seven is for commanders. And I was also taken back by how many turnovers Philadelphia had. Mm-hmm. Um but you know what? Hats off to the Miami Dolphins. The 72 Miami Dolphins. They get to pop another champagne. Yeah. yeah. That they, they, the perfect season continues. Uh, the other game, Green Bay at Dallas. Are we surprised by this? I'm a little surprised. Um, there's a few things I'm surprised about. One, Green Bay scoring 31 points. That's surprising, right? Especially... Uh, against uh, quote unquote good defense in Dallas, um, that is surprising that they were able to put up that that many points. Uh, and then Dallas offensively, I think they did. You know, they put up twenty eight points. They didn't. I don't think they played too bad. But um, you know, and when your defense is just letting uh, this guy go up and down the field, that's obviously a that's a huge problem. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. You know, I was. I've always been down on Dallas. I don't think Dallas... I think Dallas gets a lot of hype. Because obviously that's quote-unquote America's team. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that... You know... it's it, 
almost every year with them is Super Bowl or bust, right? So they either win it all or it was a unsuccessful season by their standards anyway. But I don't I'm not buying the hype. I think that I still like filling that division. Yeah. And now the Giants are, you know, I know they're winning on the last possession, but I don't think that Dallas Cowboys are very convincing as far as intimidation wise. Yeah, they're not believable. Um they're still the Cowboys and you know the Giants, they're seven and two. Let's be real, they've played some cupcake teams to get to seven and two. It's not that they're not doing some things really well. Uh, Daniel Jones is playing pretty good. Obviously, Barkley's having a really good season as well. So they they are doing some things uh, good. But Philadelphia, I think, is the you know they're the the team that owns that uh, that division. Yeah, that that division is should should go to Philly. The other team, the other team that we were surprised that we were just talking shit about him was the Colts over the Raiders. We was like this Saturday. It's a bad hire. I don't know why he came in. But they actually beat the Raiders, and up and down, the Raiders have a better roster. So what? What gives? Why? I don't think they know what's going on. Um, you know, and, and as far as their roster, I think it is pretty decent. Waller's out, um, so he hasn't played. But there's something going on with the the Raiders team, you know. And obviously, the players now are starting to get frustrated and stuff. And you know, I don't know what it is. You know, obviously, I don't think there's players. I think most players are playing hard and trying to win, but there's some obviously not giving 100%. Sounds like what Carr's saying. Um, so, you know, there's no reason they should be two and seven. They're too talented to only have two wins. So you don't think it's Josh McDaniels? No, fault? I don't think it's him at all. Because I mean, the the owner came out said that you know he backs Josh McDaniel. He's not gonna buy him because they're not having a good season, but. It feels like, you know, when you look at when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, and I said they're like Super Bowl bust. The Raiders kind of did the same thing with getting Devontae Adams, right? Yeah, I think they expected things to go well, and it hasn't. Now, again, Waller is a big part of it. He hasn't played. Um, their other receiver uh, is on injured reserve as well. Um, so they're a team that's hurting. You know they don't they're not at full strength either so um you know it's just things just aren't going well sometimes you just have those seasons where you know it's like you know what what can you do and but hopefully next year they can rebound and get get back to you know being raiders yeah i mean i i really do wish that josh mcdaniel is gonna turn this team around i just don't know that he has a roster that's all in and you know maybe David Carr might be the one of the person that gets rid of. I feel like if no, you're a he's coach, not going anywhere. if you're a coach and you come in, you have to know what players are on your side and what players are not. And I feel like he's going through that process. Fortunately, it is the Raiders, so it's not a small market team that you can just say, "Oh no, we're gonna be lousy for the next year or two before we actually start winning." It is the Raiders. Yeah, but it's not going to be Carr um, going anywhere. I think he's, you saw him from his press conference. You know, you saw how emotional he got because he is busting his ass out there. They're just not getting the results they want. And I think the injury is a big part of it too, right? Not being at full strength. 
the entire season for the most part. Um, that's that's not good. You, know? you may have a good running back. Obviously, have your number receiver, but you need Hunter Renfro to, to be healthy and playing. He's not. You needed Waller uh, to play, and he hasn't uh, played. So those are some big pieces that you're missing, and I think they're just trying to figure out uh, you know, how to win games without those guys, and they have been able to do Well, the offense is playing pretty well. So you think that the defense is not playing well? I think it's a combination of both because there's been games they've only put up like three points too, I think. So, you know, it's just, it's kind of like how this, I, I, can, I look at the Steelers the same way. You know, it takes a team effort sometimes. If you're not doing the right thing on all phases of the game, you're going to lose. No matter if the defense has a really good game, uh, if you're not, if you don't have things going offensively, you're going to, your special teams not doing what they're supposed to, you're going to lose. So um, I think, you know, all these teams in the NFL are just too close uh, with each other that every week takes your best effort to win. And if you don't, ask Buffalo this. If you don't put your best effort out there, you're going to lose. Well, that that's the next game on the docket that we were we were saying that that might be the game of the year is the Minnesota against Buffalo. So we who were you rooting for? Because this was your upset special. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you wanted the Vikings to win. I wanted the Vikings to win to make the Bills fall on, on the uh, division. And there was so many. I mean, do you are you in the Kirk Cousins bandwagon now? I, I've always liked Kirk Cousins. Um, I think he gets even when he was at Washington. Yeah, he, I thought he's he's a good quarterback. Um, I think. You know, is he a, a, a top five quarterback? Maybe not. But I think he's a damn good quarterback. And I think he, for whatever reason, takes, you know, when the team doesn't perform well, I feel like he always gets thrown under the bus, um, you know, for whatever. And, you know, I don't think it's... Now, I, I do think that his, in terms of his talent, is starting to decline at this of his career. But I think he's been a good, a really good quarterback. I wouldn't mind him on the Steelers, I'll tell you that. I would love to have him. Her cousin. Oh, you would over Mitch and Kenny? Yeah. Well, over Mitch for sure. <laughs> Kenny's young, but uh, over Mitch, heck yeah. I think we'd we'd be sitting at it. We wouldn't be sitting at three and six if had we had her cousin on our team. Well, I think that her cousins is is one one addition to that formula. Then you have Jefferson. Then you have Cook, mm-hmm. and then you have that tight end uh, with the, they got from Detroit. Hawkinson, yep. Hawkinson. I think this team is it's loaded and you know what can you say about Buffalo are they still your favorite team to go all the way yeah one loss two losses three, three losses, losses. <laughs> <laughs> um you know so they're looking up at Miami right now but I think at the end of the day they got the best player in the league, in my opinion and that's Josh Allen and uh I'm not gonna go away from Buffalo when it gets to December and game playoff time he is just too talented uh of a player to to stop we've seen it before what he can do in the fourth quarter and i know he's been struggling the last couple games with interceptions but he's gonna correct and uh you know i think the defense will start to play a little bit better too they need to take some pressure off of josh allen they need to start running the ball they refuse to run the ball um but I, I think Buffalo will ride, ride the ship. I still got them as my Super Bowl team. I don't. I don't. 
Well, this game this week, the Brown, it's going to be a, a monumental game for them because mm-hmm. if they lose, I think that they fall all the way down to last place, which either the Packers. So this is the thing. Think the thing about the Buffalo, and I didn't like them because I, I still going to choose the Chiefs over Buffalo because Buffalo doesn't run the ball. And Buffalo sometimes can get careless with the ball, mm-hmm. aka a lot of turnovers where, where you don't expect them to do. So I don't know, you know, I think Steve, our friend Steve mentioned this when we did the Peyton, uh podcast way at the beginning of the year, that they do lose games that they shouldn't lose. And I felt like this was a home game that they should have won. Granted, it was Minnesota Vikings, but still... This is a game that you win, even if it's a close game like this was. I mean, they went into overtime. You should still pull that game off. And I think I just think that they're a woman wrecking machine that Josh Allen not going to do it. Yeah, they are a one man wrecking machine. Yeah. And they are capable of losing. They have lost these type of games before. Just think back to last season against the Patriots. They passed what, times or whatever it was. Um, they have these type of games. Um, and this week against Cleveland, I know I don't you know if that's uh, going to be on my upset special. Probably won't be, but that's um, facing Cleveland uh, in the snow when you have Chubb. That could be a, a long, long game. They, I could see them losing. Is what I'm trying to say. So, but even if they do lose at six and four, I'm not abandoning ship. Um, I've seen them lose last year. You know, they'll make the playoffs. So I think they'll. I think they're going to get stuff together when it comes to December and January. That's when it's important. The heck with November. Who cares? Okay. Well, the Miami and the Jets and the Pats care. Let them. Let them. <laughs> okay. Let them win all the way they're out. They're going to keep winning. Get and... to the playoffs and then face an angry Buffalo team or hot Buffalo team. Let's see what happens. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's look at week 10 because we both picked against the Steelers and they actually won that game Ron this game was not in the market that we're in but you got TJ Watt back what happened what happened in this game uh from what I can tell I mean Andy Dalton what happened he turned the ball over a couple times uh got sacked a couple times TJ Watt made a huge impact with uh not necessarily getting sacks but getting a lot of pressure uh making some tackles in the backfield and stuff like that um, their defense played well. The secondary played really good, even without Mika having the uh, emergency surgery or whatever um, and missing the game. They were starting to get healthy on their defense, and I think the defense is going to carry them. Now, offensively, I thought uh, Najee and the running game looked really good. Warren looked good. Um, Kenny looked okay. I think he's still missing a lot of throws, not going through his reads. Um I mean, he got sacked six times. Yeah, the offensive line didn't perform that well. So those are some (coughs) concerns I have offensively. Uh, But they got to 20 points. They probably, you know, I was telling you before the show, they could have got to 26 had our field goal kicker made uh, a couple kicks. Lost Boswell. He's on the IR now. So um, TJ's back, but we got some players out. Um, And it's, you know, it's going to be, you know, once we get them back, our kicker, Mika, um, once we get those guys back, be at full strength. Uh, if we can get some improvements, some growth, from Kenny, I think we'll be fine. 
I mean, Kenny Pickett, he did have a rushing touchdown, so he's still running with the ball pretty well. I just feel like, and the, and they did get to 20 points this game, hmm. which I didn't think they would. Uh, I think that there's small baby steps there. Mm-hmm. Are they a playoff team? No. I no. I mean, it, the lo- the loss to the Bills this week kind of opened things up, though. Uh, this week against Cincinnati will be key. Now, Cincinnati is not at full strength, so I don't think you can even look at this game and say, okay, they're a playoff team, but I think it's it's important. It's a, it's a stepping stone. Um, Cincinnati will be without Jamar Chase, most likely. Um, but if we can if we can win this week, get to... Uh, that'll get us to, what, four wins? Um, then we'll be... In, in much better shape and uh, then we can start having conversations about what the next few weeks look like and you know if we're to win those games you know making uh, being in stuff like that I'm not there yet I mean right now with five wins the Patriots are in the playoffs and they only have five wins and Pittsburgh has three wins so it, it doesn't take much this season no it doesn't take much at least not in the AFC I feel like it's wide open. You can even say that against with the uh, NFC too. Uh, I feel like it's wide open. So I I don't know. We did the elimination game. We might have to bring that back for week eleven because I think that it's what it's more wide open after these losses, and then we thought we that's how they would be. Um, uh, let's go to uh, the Bucks at Seattle. This game was in Germany. Uh, do you know how to say touchdown in Germany? Uh, you know, I heard it, but I can't remember it. Langdung. That's, <laughs> That's how right. you say touchdown in German. Uh, the the Bucks won. We ha- I had it as them winning 17-14. You had it as them losing 20-24. So what happened, Ron? What happened with the Geno Smith train? Um, he didn't play that well. I know he threw two, two touchdowns. Uh, no interceptions, but he didn't really play that well. He had, I thought there were some throws that he missed. Um, QB rating, it looks like, was 54 uh, for the game. They didn't run the ball at all uh, that well. Kenneth Walker had 10 carries, 17 yards. Kenneth Walker was being stuffed, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. I saw that. I was watching that game early in the morning, and I was like, wow, the Tampa Bay Bucks defense is stuffing. They're, they're playing like they... Sh- who are capable of playing all mm-hmm. season just haven't had you know haven't had those results and now it seems maybe that they're getting more out of their defense than they that you know they have been all season. And let's let's talk about TB12 because he actually pray played a pretty okay game except for that interception at the end. He had a 11 111 rating QB rating and he's 2 and 0 now that he's fully divorced, so uh, I think I think Tom Brady might be back. I think we might be seeing a different buck. We'll see. Um, I think that he can only carry them as far as uh, the offensive line can protect them, and as far as the running game can can produce. So they had 161 yards rushing. The shot wide looked pretty. Yeah, and he'll need to look good because I think Fournette's hurt might be out for a little bit so um you know 
they're going to have to continue to lean on the running game a little bit and not expect Tom to carry them like he's been able to pass. Well, he didn't throw the ball as much, only 29 times, which is, you know, the last couple of games he'd been in the 50s, 40s. So I think that, you know, they knew that they were going to have a bye week. They needed the much rest. And this is, I guess this was a, a very like cross country, nine hours sleep change, game time change, everything, everything changed. And, you know, I was kind of impressed watching this game. I was kind of impressed by the Bucks. If they play D like they did and they run the ball like they did, and it seemed like every, except for Godwin, I, I mean, Godwin, he keeps dropping balls. I don't know why, but every time I see him play, he drops a couple of balls. But again, he was the leading receiver, so I can't really say bad things. But Yeah, he's working his way back from yeah. um, the ACL or whatever it was. That kept them out. So um, the receivers are still good. They're just up there in age, right? Julio, Mike Evans at this stage. I mean, Chris Chris is still young, but he's coming off the injury. Scotty Miller uh, played well. He only had two catches, but he looked pretty fresh out there. Um, I think they'll be okay. And then, you know, in the their division, sure, you know, it's up for grabs. So even being under 500 um, or at 500, Five and five right now, they still have a chance to uh, the division. Yeah, I like I like the Bucks' chance um, in this this division, um, and I think PB might be better than he was at the beginning of the year because he was going through quote unquote personal things, and we know what those personal things are. So uh, let's talk about our upset specials because. Just like last week, this week, my team let me down. I thought the Chargers were going to put up a fight against the Niners. And I think they were leading that that game at some point. But they ended up losing. You picked the Vikings the Bills and you picked the Vikings to win. And they were victorious. Um, and I didn't do I didn't do the uh, what our score is for the season. But it's probably going to be the same thing. I think um, you got one point. I got uh, one point. I think it's just one point. You are ahead. I'm sorry. One point. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I've been doing really good with the upset specials, just missing all of the healing games. Um, so every time, you know, I pick them to lose, they, they go out and win. So. And you are double dipping tweak. So mm-hmm. we'll see. So let's move on to week 11. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. It's a four and a half uh, Cincinnati spread. It's favored. It's 41 over and under. What is your pick? I am going with the Steelers in Cincinnati to pull off uh, an upset. Is it in Cincinnati or is it in uh, Steelers? I thought it's in Cincinnati. I thought the first game was in Pittsburgh. So I'm pretty sure this game let me check. Actually, is that right? I can't remember. No, that couldn't be. We went to the first home game. So maybe that first game wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Wasn't Cincinnati. Yeah. I think, I think this is in Pittsburgh. I think you're right. Yeah, this is in Pittsburgh. Huh? So you're going with the Pittsburgh Steelers winning this game. 21-17. Okay. You know, I picked against the Steelers last week. And they won. And this time I'm picking 
the Steelers to win. I think 17 to 13 is going to it's going to be a low scoring game. You got TJ Watt back. Um I think that Cincinnati front line doesn't the offensive line doesn't scare me. and it shouldn't scare the Steelers. No. They're they're not good. Um and I think that Joe Burrow is going to be running for his life. And you said no Jamar Chase, right? Yeah. And so we this, still got Higgins, Boyd. Yeah, I mean, they still got good receivers on the team. And I'm sure Mixon is playing, right? Yeah. But if your offensive line is not good, I don't know. I don't know how they come up with four and a half. Mixon points. had five touchdowns uh, a couple weeks ago. And their bye week, I think, this week. So a couple weeks ago, he had, you know, five touchdowns. Crazy like that. So listen, if we stop the run, make them one-dimensional, we'll get some pressure on on uh, Burrow for sure, with Watt being there. Uh, Highsmith playing really good. He had a two, two sacks, I think, the uh, last game, so um, it's, it's I think it's a winnable game. Yeah, it's very winnable. Alright, let's go on to the New York Jets visit the New England Patriots. It's a three-point favorite New England is, anyway. 39 over and under. Ron, what's your pick? New England, both teams coming off a of bye week. I think the New England will be more prepared. And I got the Patriots winning in New England 24-13. to 13. I also got the Patriots winning 20-17. to 17. I'm not... See, they both had 14 days, right? Only Zach Wilson typed all that junk when he lost the first game. That's bulletin board material, right? But I still think that He's going to perform in the game. That's why I gave him 17 points. Uh, I think that New England's going to be playing. No, it's going to be the other way around. I think New England is going to get ahead. And the Jets are going to be playing catch-up. Still, no Breeze Hall because he's hurt for the year. Uh, and they got that guy from the Jags. And Robinson. Robinson. So he should know the play a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm only giving them 17 points. And our office, our defensive player of the year, Matt Judon, does he get a sack in this game? What do yeah, you think? I would, I would think so. I'm gonna go on the limb and say he gets two. I know. I just don't trust that New York Jets offensive line as much as Robert Sala does. So I'm gonna give them a win, and this is a pivotal win because. If the Pats win this game, they go to a six and four, and I think they jump to whoa third place. If Buffalo loses, if Buffalo loses, no, well, even Jet, yeah, Jets will lose, so they'll be at six and four too. So yeah, you're right. Yep. Looking at the uh, let's see, division right now, Jets are a two and one. But Patriots win, they'll be two and one. Jets will be. Yeah. So yeah, I think you guys will jump them into uh third place which is you know any 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 win during this year will take it because yeah. i feel like you know this offense is struggling matt jones is struggling is the only bright spot is stevenson and unfortunately you can't use them every down so harris is gonna have to step up for this game Alright, so let's go on to the upset special for week 11. 
Uh, Ron, what's your upset special? Uh, well, I'm double dipping, so I'm going to use the, the uh, Steelers as my upset special. Um, again, that's 21-17, Steelers winning. And uh, I, I'm not going to put this out on here, but write this down somewhere. The Browns are going to pull off an upset. Buffalo in the snow. Chubb is going to run for 220 yards. Um, and uh, the Browns are going to pull off an upset. So you started the show by laying out the grounds how you think Buffalo Bills are your team to yes. go to the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah, you think that they're going to lose back-to-back games. Yeah. Okay. And why not? Yeah. I mean, if any other team, it's the Browns, can do it. Unfortunately, they're being head coached by an idiot. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> That's true, but listen. Who refuses to run the ball when he has two studs listen, in the backfield. The the mood in Cleveland right now, and I don't know, but I would imagine it's pretty exciting, right? You got Sean uh, back, able to practice now. Um, you got Chubb that's running well. The vision's really still up for grabs. Um, you know, this important game for them. And this is a snow game, you know, in Buffalo. I, you know, I think they'll pull off an upset. I don't know why. It's just a gut gut feeling I have. Just like the, the Vikings, that was a gut. Well, I was gonna go with the, your gut feeling, but then I realized, you know, the Arizona San Francisco game. Even though it's a huge spread, eight point, but this game is being played in Mexico. That was a bad person. Sorry. If you're Mexican, I'm sorry. Uh, I think Arizona can pull this because like we talked about, this is kind of like, you know, a neutral site. And I feel like maybe maybe Mexico has more Arizona fans than they do San Francisco. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, they're going to be thinking about international football, but they're going to be seeing something else. You know, I like I like Arizona to beat. The Niners. And I know I picked against the Niners last week. They won. And I'm picking against the Niners again. I think Jimmy G is like a smoking mirror. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Eight points is way too rich for me. I don't. See, I can see them winning uh, the, the 49ers. I just don't see them by eight points. If, if they win by eight points, that means something, something's really going on in Arizona. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I think. You know, Cardinals being at four and six, 49ers being five and four. Uh, I think these teams are much closer. Yeah, the 49ers have a better defense, but um, I think uh, Kyler Murray and Hopkins, they'll get it, get it going. Yeah, I think so too. I think the, the offense is going to be a lot better. Uh, and JJ Watt, I mean, I know he's taking it to Twitter to complain about the Reds, but. I think he has a chip on his shoulder. I don't I don't know if he's going to spark the other teammates, but I like Arizona to win this game and at least make that division more competitive. Because, you know, you got the Seahawks on top, you got the 49ers lurking, but then if Arizona get in the mix, then we can talk about, you know, that that West, the West division being a little bit competitive. Uh, yeah, so... You know, the Bucks on bye week for week 11, so we're going to skip them. 
Is there anything else that you want to add other than the Browns bidding the bill? Uh, no, that's really it. I think it's going to be another exciting week. I'm going to get to watch play. They, they got uh, bumped out of Sunday night down to uh, four, 4 o'clock game, I believe, 4.30 game. So I'll get to watch them play. Um, oh, this is a 4.30 start? Yeah, so okay. it, was, it was their night game. They got bumped out of that. So the 4.30 start, I'll, I'll be right in front of the TV watching. Yeah, this Pats game is 1 o'clock. But then I didn't mention this to the to the listeners and the viewers, but my brother made a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I oh, mean, wow. it is Pee Wee League, but he's playing the Super Bowl. This Sunday, uh, so he's going to be away from the TV, now watching the Pat, but he's happy. Yeah. Because. Congrats, man. Yeah, he's, you know, and his son is on the team, and I guess he's doing well. He plays linebacker. Again, the Pee-wee League. Let's not get ahead of us. But congrats to him. Uh, anyways, do you have anything else you want to add? Nah, man, that's it. All right, well, in that case, I say peace out. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, shutyourmouthpodcast at gmail.com. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at sympodcast. Thanks again.